Hi, guys. Today we're talking about the Globes So Black. Obama says goodbye. And is Will Smith about to be Dumbo? All that and more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. It's golden. Second week, 2017. Mm. You feeling the energy, Jesse? Golden showers, y'all. Okay, golden no. gloves, y'all. <laughs> I told you we're not doing that. <laughs> golden <laughs> ring, y'all. Yes, that. I like your ring. Not, Thank you, man. Nice, it's golden. Nice, <laughs> nice. nice. What's up? What's up out there? That. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Black Hollywood Live. Let me just hold on. Stop. I'm going to stop. Sorry, because I wanted Jill to finish that moment. But we're going to let her finish. I want to put your trench coat on and just go across the... <laughs> Do a merry dance to this. It's one of those days. It's rainy out here in California, y'all. Okay, mm-hmm. we can go. We got to keep going forward. But welcome everybody out there. For, thank you for joining us at Black Hollywood Lives this week. Obviously, I'm not Daryl Kristen. Daryl is off, 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 and away up in Detroit, making mm. some cash dollars, being a host for Toyota, y'all. Give yeah. them kudos, give them prayers for safe travels and all that and whatnot. And Miss Rachel is missing this week, but we will see them again next week because this week we got a very cool panel. I have a very handsome brother to my left over here, comedian, actor, writer, Dan and Green's in the building. Hey, welcome, welcome. what's going on? Let's get a little hand clap for D Green. Holla. Holla, yes. Holla, holla, and coming to Snapchat real soon. Yeah, to coming Snapchat. to Snapchat like Friday tomorrow. The <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he he owned the Snapchat. Yeah, now. Man, Jesse, I'm, I'm, I'm always a year Jesse behind. Jesse, don't everything. turn him on the Snapchat. Does everyone's y'all. social media manager yeah. always? Jesse, you know? Courtney. Yes, yes, yes. I'm your host, Courtney Stewart, and over yes. there is DJ Jesse J. What's up? Welcome, welcome. Everybody's ready. Second week, mm. we into 2017 for real. I've, I've accepted it now. You're yes. accepting I'm it. Here. Y'all feeling good about it? I'm feeling great about it. Feeling great about it. You good? All right, good. I like. I like. I try not to pay attention. To, to certain things on the television. Except, you know, what I mean? you know well. We I'm focused in my it. community. <laughs> you focused on your community. My community. Your his community. space. Yes, you know his saying? space. We like that. Yeah. All right. So, in your space, you got some stories for us this week. What's up? Yeah. So, I mean, kind of the end of the week. So, we won't really talk too much about winners and whatnot, but the Golden Globes happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like you said, Golden Globes so black. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah. I mean, if we just look at this best drama, Moonlight, shout out. Pray, can I just, I just have to. I haven't seen it yet, but literally every single person has seen it has, like, they can't stop talking about it. I saw it at a screening last year. I talked about it on air. It was like, everybody needs to go see this movie. Like, seriously, especially, I was, like, black men. in was like, like, last year. Yeah, it was late. Like, it was, like, September (laughs) that I saw it. It was forever ago, 2016. But no, I was so, because I was worried. They didn't win any other categories that they were nominated for. So when it got to that, I was like, oh, they're not going to win anything. They're so great. And then they won for the best movie. I was so glad, Mm -hmm. because it was beautiful. It was really well done. Sorry. I'm going to have to find a screener out there. There's lots of, Uh, we ain't supposed to talk about that (laughs) Just kidding. Um, All right. Uh, And shout out to Donald Glover, too, just because that, to me, was just such a great moment. And your brown Uh, velvet suit. Yeah. Uh, And and Atlanta, him as an actor, Viola Davis, Mm -hmm. mm, and Miss Tracy Ellis Ross. Yup, yup. I would drink that. Okay. Breaking barriers. She was looking great. But what did y'all think about the (laughs) hidden fences controversy? Well, (laughs) it was what they said. They said it wrong, right? Yeah. Jenna Bush said it on the red carpet to Pharrell. Pharrell. And then Michael Keaton said it on stage when he was, was he introduced or talk, introducing, yeah. I don't know, remember what he was presenting, but he said, called it Hidden Fences on stage. And yeah. people were like, is it just all the black people? And then Whoopi actually was saying, why do we always assume that it's them coupling all the black people together? Everybody made yeah. a big deal. Can You know what? 
I, I watched the Globes and I thought it was cool, but see, to me, I'm a little different. I'm a little cynical, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because we cried and we whined so much last year, which yeah. I felt we shouldn't have. I felt like they, they you know, it was like, okay, they, they were like, okay, you know what? Uh, this is your year, you know? And, mm. and the, I say that because there's been other years where we've had great projects yeah. that people haven't gotten. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm a supporter. You know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the biz. I'm a Hollywood dude. But my thing is, is when I, I and I kind of, and it's kind of really towards our own people. You know what I mean? Because we got, we just got to go, you, you got to, I mean, yeah, you can complain and do what it is, but you got to give opportunities across the board so that everybody gets that look. Because mm-hmm. to me, it's the same actors. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of talent out here, you know, yeah. myself included. But um, <laughs> but no, I mean, I mean, I, I hope that doesn't sound crazy. But you no, know, what I mean, it's I like because I know some people had to feel like, like last year we were like, okay, Oscar out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody and everybody felt like we should have got stuff. So now, but it's like you have to be Viola Davis, Will Smith. Like you have to be like one yeah. of these people and it, to and win something. Yeah, and so to me, it's a, it's a, it's a not a credit, but it's a uh, a. Pro- it's caused by not only Hollywood in general, but also black Hollywood. Because I always tell people, especially as a comedian, you know, black people make stars, white people pay us. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of like my, 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 a joke I say in my saying. So I think that we have a lot of talent out there. There's a lot of guys. I work with a guy today on a commercial. And he's mm-hmm. a talented director, you know, and he's not getting the shots through this way. But now he's doing stuff, and I want, I, you know, not to make it racial, but this white man is giving him a shot. Yeah. So when I see the stuff like the Golden Globes, I'm like, it's like, like, like somebody told me, we complained so much last year that how are you going to feel about winning this year? Mm. You know what I mean? So I'm not trying to take mm. away the, the steam, and hopefully I didn't, but it is what it is. You know, yeah. I'm a truthful person, so I just speak from what I feel and, and what the other people have Like next year, will it be as sprinkled? Yeah. Or was it this year because of last year? And, I, yeah. and, and think that, about yeah. it. Last year really... People were so upset Very that, upset. that Very it was upset. like, and last year we had good, great projects. There were great projects. So now all of a sudden it's like, okay, this year we win. So now it's like, okay, you know, someone's like, okay, here's your bone. You know what I mean? And yeah. well, it's about keeping saying. the consistency yes. going forward. Keep it up. And now that those have been sprinkled, I mean, it's it, and it takes people like a Viola Davis or Will Smith. These people, uh, you know, Denzel Washington. To feed the younger generation. That's true. And, and I mean, in, in a certain way, like, we can also look at, hopefully, like, we always say this, though, when there's, like, a great year, even, like, the year of, like, 12 Years a Slave and Lupita yeah. won, and everybody's like, is the change finally here? And the recognition is really finally going to come. Like, yeah. and then it went dead, and so Oscar So White was a big thing, whatever. But it it, it is still showing, like, a movie like Hidden Figures actually really did well. It beat Rogue One at the box office mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So, yes, we've shown in the past that we can make money, but I think this year, too, it's a different kind of film that yes. showed that okay, it could make yeah. money. Well, see, Not just, like, a like straight out comedy great. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. Or, 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 even, even, or even the one where Denzel won for Best Actor when yeah. he won... Um, um, for... Um, Come on, come on. It was the cop. Training day. Training day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm talking about. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I'm I'm saying. Yeah. You know, we have to... And, you know, my thing is like this. You know, I'm, I mean, I've been blessed. I've been starting a real, you know, career moving. But I always, I always tell people this. We need our black stars to start making stars. Yes. And what I'm saying like this is I can read a billboard and I'll see Robert De Niro or John Tavolta or someone like that. And they'll be second billing. 
mm-hmm. way through building. And then I'll see some names I'd never recognize. Yeah. Because you know what? They're, they're allowing these guys to make names to off of them. them mm-hmm. We got to do that. Yeah. It's just well, how it's And Denzel is starting that because him doing the fences, like he's doing all of August Wilson's plays. He said he's not going to be in all of them, but he is producing mm-hmm. all of them and bringing them to screen. So that'll definitely be. But like bringing them to screen and, and hiring people and that hiring you know. People that you know you got. I mean, we have. Well, he brought some new well, people. And to also, fencing. Um, yeah, yeah. Not, um, oh my God, uh, Empire. What's his name? Oh my gosh. Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels, thank you. Yeah. You know, it hit me. He I went was, to my uh, junior high school, by the way. Oh, oh really? Philadelphia. Yeah. You know, I, I always have this like back and forth with him. Um, and it was yesterday we were watching the latest episode of Star. And it was just like, I really sat there and I made a joke about it because I was just like, oh my gosh, like what's next? Like him writing a show is like me as a child, like being like, okay, I'm going to create a show where Tanache comes and Beyonce is her mother and uh, Star's cousin is going to be Jojo and Pink's going to be her auntie. (laughs) Like, and you know, and at first I was kind of like, like, where's the storyline going? But then I really thought about it and I was like, the amount of people that he's put on from Empire to Star... You know, I, like some of them, I question. Like you could have found, you know, a little bit more. I don't know. <laughs> That's just an opinion. Um, but but compared to what's happening out there, I do appreciate that because we look with white comedians. If you really pay attention to them, like uh, not Will 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 Ferrell, and right. like when when you see a certain group of comedians, they kind of create this bond, and it's like the Adam Sandler films. Yeah. He had all his just friends. friends yeah. Like it's like they support the people yeah. who support. I mean, them. the only you know I and, and that's a very good point. Um, I see Kevin Hart doing it. Yep. Ice Cube did. Ice Cube it. did. Yeah, yep. did. See, Ice Cube. If it wasn't for Ice Cube, there's no Chris Tucker. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there's a Chris Tucker, but not when it got when yeah, it was Chris or Mike Gepps yeah. or you know whoever else he's been putting down. And what I'm saying, and that's the point I'm trying the to make. The Wayne's brothers, and, like, yeah. and that's what I'm trying to make. Even with me, I've been able, I've been blessed, but I've been getting like from. Outside of Hollywood, where people are doing films independent around mm-hmm. the country, they go, "Yo, I like your stuff." You know, now I'm starting to get more in, in you know, opportunities yeah, yeah, through yeah. Hollywood. But you know, there's a lot of talent out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I really feel it's even it goes for your business too. For sure. You know, if you want to be on TV, The View, whatever, whatever, whatever the situation may be, someone should say, you know, you know what, Courtney, yeah, I've been, you know, I've been watching her. You know, and she's consistent, or she's you know she's about Child, a business. I wish the industry worked like that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's something I don't know, but anyway. But no, I mean you know just yes. it, it, you know we have to. Like I said, I'm not trying to dampen. I'm not trying of to. Of course, the Globes is cool, but, but we got continue to bring each other up. It's all to. about change, work, yes. and that's something that Facebook's trying to do right now too. Oh. So Facebook, um, you know, they're they're realizing like it's. I was we always talk about how the internet is the wild west, and mm-hmm. we still don't really know how to harness its powers, how to really you know control our children from seeing certain things. Um, and Facebook this year specifically, I mean, has really. Elevated. I mean, we've seen murders. Yes. We've seen robberies. We've seen Facebook so many. Facebook Live changed <laughs> things, okay? Honey, Facebook Live is lit, okay? <laughs> yeah, I love it. might it. be a little but too But it's a little lit. dangerous. Yeah, it's a little yeah. dangerous. It's dangerous. You know? it's dangerous. I mean, we've seen uh, the mother beat her child. Yes, we've seen some wild. You know what I mean? Because her child was doing hoish tendencies, having hoish tendencies. Right. Yes. Um, so, Facebook basically, uh, the other problem with that is that um, 
it's really easy for people to create fake news stories. Yes. Uh, and yeah. there's always so many things. Like, um, if you guys watched Reality Check yesterday or they watched The Beat, my co-host Queen, uh, she is, if you're friends with her on Facebook, I mean, it's just, every, she's, she's world star hip-hop. She is like, it's just whatever. And it's like the most outrageous things. And she doesn't even check half of them. Um, and I'll be like, Queen, like, did you read this? And she'll be like, no, I didn't even check that. There's so much stuff out there that we believe it. Yeah. We, we get to yeah. this point of like, well, People maybe it is. Headlines. Well, you know what? I, I, my problem with that is, is that I, I don't do that. You know, you got to, as a person, you have to research a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And you can't be living your life through Facebook and all of these social media so much that you believe everything. No. And that's the problem. It's Most true. people live well, their life through it. But Facebook is changing it yeah, right now. because it. So basically, Facebook says, well, you know what? We agree. We, we feel that Facebook... Everyone should be coming to Facebook. So what they're going to do is they're creating algorithms right now so that you can follow your favorite news sources. And basically they're trying to channel out. They haven't talked about the technology, but they're trying to channel out fake news sources versus real news sources. Right. So as live things are happening, you'll be notified. I'm like, I don't want no more notifications. Oh, my God. Like, I can't. So I don't know. I mean, I get what they're doing. Um, you know, in the tech world, we always have to be advancing. Advancing. So, and especially there is a whole generation of people. I mean, whether we like it or not, kids are getting their news from Facebook yeah. and from social media. Yeah. So the idea that they're actually taking steps to sort of make sure that that news yeah. is actually real news now, and I, not just that like, I truly believe I because I hate it. when I see like I said like they'll say did you hear about Will Smith getting arrested or The Rock getting arrested Crazy for yeah. taking this type of pill you yeah. know do you go to it and it's not even about that no it's, it's an ad they're trying to add like, yeah, and, and Cambodia you know, or whatever I can't that is. I never just believe people can be that <laughs> devious and you know oh, yeah, I child, mean, let me tell you, you the know, story of my life oh, okay. oh, oh. <laughs> But go Facebook, you know, try yeah. to help at least recognizing that, you know, kids ain't reading newspapers anymore. And yeah. don't, they ain't learning how to research nothing in school. Yeah. <laughs> so, Even though I still read the newspaper. Well, the, the different generation. Like, I would love a newspaper every once in a while. And I actually know how to, like, read through a news story and differentiate yeah. between what's real and what's just advertising, whatever. But everybody don't know that now because right. mm-hmm. it's a different world. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, go Facebook. Speaking of different worlds, there's an author by the name of Marlon James. Uh, and this story is really interesting. So he was hanging out, watching The Hobbit with a friend, mm-hmm. and as he was watching the movie, he, you know, he's really into sci-fi and uh, fiction and all that, and he said, um, you know, it's so funny that they create these movies like The Hobbit with all these white people, but if there was ever an Asian or a black Hobbit, no one would care. And his friend was like, well, there can't be, because da-da-da-da, and they got into this whole, like, nerd geek-out session, Marlon said, wait a minute, why are we having a conversation about this? This I, this isn't real. There's no place. Like he said, I can write a black hob- about a black hobbit. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's coming out with a trilogy book. And uh, it's really cool. He, they're penning it. They're calling it the the Black Lord of the Rings meets Gang, Game of Thrones. It's going to be a trilogy book where he basically takes... Uh, three of eight uh, characters who are hired by a slave trader to track down a kidnapped child. The book takes place nine years after the fact, when five of the mercenaries, as well as the missing child, are dead, and seeks to put together the missing pieces using not-quite-reliable witness testimonies. Um, He said basically the idea came from uh, old African tales that he had read uh, and felt, why have none of these ever come to 
to life to people who don't know these stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had talked about Ansari and the Spider, uh, old Aesop fables, um, things that, I mean, I remember growing up, yeah, and this is so that. funny, but like some of the stories he was talking about, I was like, I don't know if you remember this show, but Wishbone. Vaguely. I've heard of it. What's the story? Yeah, Wishbone. Yeah, I remember. I don't remember anything about it though. Like, I remember it was this dog that would dress up in puppets and like do like old Greek literature, or African literature. <laughs> it was dog. yeah, and yeah. it was a real life dog. Oh, oh a real <laughs> and dog. He would play the character of like yeah. Oliver Twist, and he, the whole movie would be show would be of this dog being all. Wow, that was really advanced for the nineties. As you're thinking about it, like, wow, that was kind of because he did in Sorry and the Spider too, yeah. and I was just like, and he was the spider. Things you learn, you know. Um, so I think this is cool. I think that uh, you know, I, at first when I read it, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be a movie. We got to start with the book first, start with the yes. then we'll come out with the trilogy series. Yeah. Um, well, you know, the problem with stuff like that is, it's that it's not that black people can't play them roles or. or the, those books are not good or believable. It's just that certain things we we we're so such realistic people. You know, it's like a scary movie. You know what I mean? Like a real scary movie with black people in it. It's five minutes long. They find the house. They find out it's a ghost in it. Hey, they guess what? Don't go in there. Hey, my man. You know what? I think we need a rope. Oh my god! You know, you need to do a whole commentary on the movie Don't Breathe. Oh, oh, oh. Watch it and just like record just yourself record as yourself. you're watching Snap it, and that. then let's post that on <laughs> or YouTube. <Facebook> okay, live. <laughs> yes, because honestly, I've never watched like it's the dumbest white people horror movie ever. Like the, the entire thing is just anxiety. Like you just need Ritalin. Like I just can't. What was that one? It was scary. It was kind of scary too. Where the, the people are about five, about eight of them, they're friends, and they go to this. They want snowboards, and they go to this empty house, big. Oh, school! They get stuck in the school or this old building, and these monsters, these people that are humans, they kind of like catch oh. them and kill them. And then one girl, in the end of the movie, they they almost get away, and they get the head cut off by the wire. I mean, it's crazy. Oh, you know, I'm like, what movie is that? But the thing is, is that I'm saying those type of movies, or like, or uh, under the one, the, the, the hills, the hill have eyes. Those two. Come on, man! It's, it's just like because like, our, our, do our spider senses go off quick. Like <laughs> you know, we drive through house like you know. You see any lights? Nah, all right, nah. man, I'm gone. You know what I mean? It's like it's not even you're not even going to be there. These are more like mythical creatures. creatures this yeah. is so, taking like the African gods, gods and, things and things like, like that. Yeah, I think so, I, I mean I think we'll watch it. Yeah, I mean I mean I mean I think the younger generation is into that kind of okay, stuff. Okay, okay. I think, I think you're. you're I, um, I definitely. Hear what you're saying because I mean, growing up, like if any of my friends, like when I think about like what my white friends in high school were doing compared to my black friends in high school, it was like nine. Check for that movie. <laughs> yeah. But now I feel like Marvel and like it's like Dungeon and Dragons. You know, yeah. I don't know a black dude in the world to play Dungeon and Dragons. <laughs> I don't know. And when I was in school, that's you what they see did. Stranger Things. On yeah, I'm like Dungeon and Dragons. You know, I'm my friend. Man, he read. I had a buddy to read all the books. I'm like, man, come on. You you want to go out and have a beer? Or you want to go? I mean, he's old enough to drink. He, I, mean, I got one more chapter. This is ridiculous. I'm done. All right, you guys. Uh, so moving along from that, I don't know about you guys, but I love. I've been having this problem lately with trying to find fresh ingredients. I'm trying to change my oh, life. You're around. trying to get a little more healthy. I'm trying healthy. to be healthier. Okay, okay. With the new year, so I've been like all about organic and like trying to get fresh ingredients. Courtney's really helped me out with that. I try. Um, but this other company called. Blue Blue Apron has also helped me out. So Blue Apron, they take uh, the, some of the top guaranteed fresh ingredients, uh, and 
they prepackage them. So you could get a meal like, uh, what's this one? Um, spicy shrimp and Korean rice cakes with cabbage and frukkake. So they basically send you all of the ingredients prepackaged, um, the exact amount. Because that's the other problem is I feel like I go you to the grocery store yeah, yeah, yeah. and I buy way too much yeah, stuff. I don't know yeah, how to cook. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I go get a hamburger. I got onions, peppers, sausages. I got all kinds of stuff. I'm like, yo, just put the, put it on the grill and you're good. You know, so you're right. <laughs> but this is super easy. So you get the, it's literally, they you get a box. And like, so listen to how hard this would sound. A pork chop, garlic, piccata with scallion, rice, and spinach. I would have you no be way. a gourmet cook. But listen, so what they do is you get this piece of paper and it literally shows you picture next to like, Three words, and it tells you step by step what, what to do. What to do? Okay. And it's prepackaged. You dope. literally just pour everything in a pot. It cooks, and, or you know, in the stove. You so is it pre-cooked? No, or, no, you no, have no, to no. Cook, you it. cook it. Okay, you gotta cook it. But you, as long as you know how to turn on the stove and read, you can probably pull it off. Yeah, but you really don't like need to That's be doing be a lot of cutting and stuff like they that. They chop it up for you. They give you portions. And it's here's perfect. the best part: it's under ten dollars for a meal, right? Wow. But. If you guys go online and do this right now, you guys are going to get your first three meals free. Free. Three free. meals. First, now, you know there's some black people out there that don't mind <laughs> eating free. Hungry go ahead and get free. it now. Don't be go faking. Get it. And don't be trying bomb. to act all hard. We can't see you. And just go. because you may not be familiar with piccata or whatever they call it, like yeah. this is like gourmet stuff that you will learn how to cook and get excited yeah, about. And you can change the ingredients around. So like, yeah. even if you want like that, like piccata, like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what that is. Like <laughs> I would need something a little like chiller than that. Yeah. Um, but they have so many different ingredients, so many different recipes and foods that you guys can And don't be up. lazy. Turn the microwave on. Cook it. Yeah. <laughs> And it's better. There was one brother in there. Man, can I throw it in the microwave? It's so much better. No, because the point is, we need to start eating healthier. We need to get away from the microwaves. We need to start. Yes. Because the other thing too is cooking is a bonding experience. You know what I mean? Like if you cook for somebody, like it's. I don't know. It gets you a couple more points. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you guys check out blueapron.com slash week. That's blueapron.com slash week. Three, your first three meals for free. Get your uh, three meals for free and take some pictures and show us. Yeah, show us. YouTube. Let us know what y'all Snapchat. 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 Yeah, Snapchat it. Shoot it. Shoot it. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Damn it. I can't stand you, Jesse. Blue Apron, we you live me that the thing, love. and now I don't know what to do. <laughs> He's all in the Snapchat. Snapchat. He's yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like ready to download it right now. Yeah, like, exactly. I need to get on that Snapchat. All have right. a TV show off Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Well, speaking of TV shows, there was a TV show on on Tuesday night that hurt my feelings. It was called The Obama Farewell from Chicago. Uh. Oh, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Everybody, Everybody take a moment. Can I just say one thing? No, we taking a minute. moment. Yeah, Hold Jesse, on. White guy always got to mess up the black man. Take a moment. moment. Okay, now okay, we can Jesse. talk I'm about sorry. it. Okay. Um, whenever they do these speeches, like these are important. Mm-hmm. Why can't? We get like a good sound system. Like oh, I don't know. You talking about the sound? I, I like it, to me. It's just like I, I like really struggled. I don't know. Maybe it was just my TV. Maybe or something. you had a bad stream. But it was like I don't know. It just felt like production. Because I, I didn't. I didn't bother me. The stream value. didn't bother me. What I didn't like was there was a camera angle that they did when they were behind. Whatever. That's not. And the woman stuff. that was yelling at the beginning, like please just stop. stop. Either way, yelling? I don't know. We <laughs> don't know. It was just random. Black woman. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm sorry, Cordy, but you know. There was just one woman just screaming while he's like, just had to be all on screen. I'm glad it was good. It wasn't like a black funeral or anything, which it could have totally turned into. Yeah, I went to one of those last week. Yeah, it can be rough. And it was rough. (laughs) Go ahead, I apologize. He he made some, you know, he 
made some great comments about his experience in the White House. One of the most beautiful moments that many people are talking about and reposted all over the interwebs was his moment where he thanked Michelle. Michelle yes. And we all love that black love and with the downfall I, of... I would have liked for him just to, for one moment, just take the tie off and say, well, exactly. <laughs> What we all thought he should say. <laughs> Next week. Next week. He's going to do that after <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, This is what we're going to talk about. Now, now that I got that bullshit out the way. This was the formal goodbye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. given the, the formal, formal goodbye. Now it's the hood Because remember, he has to have the peaceful transition. Which he spoke to, the peaceful transition of power, because when he brought up uh, something about Trump, he everybody started got, booing yeah. and like whatever. So he was talking about what a democracy is and the yeah. peaceful and transition of power. And I don't think we should boo. And we shouldn't boo. And he cut that. He cut them right off. He cut them right off. He was very so diplomatic. And I did, and I also really loved him bringing up President Bush's, Bush too, just the to same, show yeah. that, you know what I mean, before he was here, this is it what was happened. Republican. It was the same yeah. thing, so and yeah. he and, transferred it, because we're in this together. And you know what, not, not to get into the politics part of it, but that's what, something that Dave Chappelle said, and I believe the same. I didn't vote for Trump. I vote for Obama twice, and I vote for Hillary. But my thing is this, even though we know what we're hearing and all this type of stuff, like Dave said, we got to, he's the president, I'm going to respect the House, yeah. just because we wanted people to respect the House when house. Obama was in it, mm-hmm. For sure. and just see what he does. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know yes. what I mean? And if you didn't vote, you ain't got a damn thing to say. You don't have to say nothing. So don't say nothing. Don't even yeah. argue in the barbershop. There was a. There oh, sorry, I'm oh, sorry, Jesse, but <laughs> no arguing in barbershop. Yeah, because that's what black dudes we argue in the barbershop. <laughs> yeah, well, I can say what I want to say. Did you vote? I ain't got a felon. Well, then that's the problem. <laughs> Shoot, you can't even vote. I'm sorry, man. I apologize. That's just one of the arguments I had. It goes down like that sometimes. There was one little small controversy, though, from Obama's speech. I don't what know happened? if y'all heard about it. Some people were upset or bothered by his mentioning. He brought up he brought up a quote from To Kill a Mockingbird that Atticus Finch said um, that basically said, you never really understand a person until you consider things from their point of view, until mm-hmm. you climb into his skin and walk around in it. That was the quote that he used. But people was mad that he used Atticus Finch because that character turned out to be a racist in the newest book. And I was like, really, y'all? Really? Look, okay, I want to talk about another quote, really, too, y'all? though. Two yeah, go Because uh, that kind of got out of there, because uh, we didn't talk about it. The Meryl Streep quote about Trump. Oh, back from... Um, and I wanted to say she because... She never said Trump's name. Exactly. But we know what she meant. <laughs> and But here's my thing, and I want to kind of just throw it out there, because here's what I took from it. I think the message of what she's saying is great because I think in 2016, 17, that is a problem with the internet. I think that people um, use their power or use their insecurity of power uh, to belittle others. I think we've become a society where that's what it is. Yeah. The shade room is our new news source. Like, it's just everything is Wendy Williams is the new Oprah. Like, it's all negative about And, about negative. and keep your thought, but it's negative because. Of insecurity and the fact that people can hide behind it. Because yes. most of those people would not say, say that anything public, for sure. Or in public or in that person's Person face, face. Mm-hmm. if they had to. Yeah. Um, so, no, Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep did not say Donald Trump's name, but clearly we know who she was insinuating mm-hmm. it to. Um, because, you know, if it was anything else, I would have thought she would have brought up, you know, the kids doing that to the kid on Facebook Live, which was huge, too. Um, and, it, and it should have been. I just it should have been spoken I mean, about. Yeah. But my problem is this because I'm just get, I'm I'm just scared because I don't and I think that this is just a I am this is my comfortable place and so I'm just going to talk about it. Uh, I'm scared because I'm exactly like you. I'm in a place where we have to accept something. Mm-hmm. We have to accept that this man is about to be in office mm-hmm. and to have somebody 
to have her go on stage to me felt like okay yes use your celebrity um, but at the same time what you're doing right now is adding fuel. is similar to what you're talking about right you're you're without saying his name uh, and it, it just rubbed me the wrong way I, I retweeted the post because I, I I genuinely think that what she's saying is a true statement. But I also kind of took a little bit of hypocriticalness. So with you it. feel like her saying what she said was doing yeah, the because, same kind of bullying? Yeah, because in the sense of I went back and I did watch the whole like Trump things and, and him mocking the guy and he wasn't yeah. I I don't believe he was mocking him as a mentally challenged man. Going oh, back and man. seeing yeah. how Trump is and how he does his little handshake thing about anybody like it just kind of made me look at media again and be like, oh, this was ammo. Taking the stupidest thing that you want to fight for mm-hmm. Trump, and just yeah. like uh, just taking the dumbest thing. There, are, there are bigger things that you could take you, and nail him with. You know, and the fact that she chose that, mm-hmm. and that uh, that just Bob. There's so many things going on in this world, and that that, and I don't know. It just it just really rubbed me the wrong way, and it, I was surprised by how many people were. I don't know. Just, I don't know. Here's my. Oh, you want to go? No, you go ahead. Here's my problem with the whole thing. And again, some things Trump said, I be, I, I believe in. I think a lot of things he said, people believe it. He didn't say it the way that it probably should have been said. Mm-hmm. But here's my problem with with the with the Trump thing, and it goes for all of us, and everybody in here can say it. When he had the TV show The Apprentice, we never called him a racist. We never said that. We said he was a jerk. Mm-hmm. We said, you know, but he had black people on the show. He had Spanish. He had all kind of people on the show. Mm-hmm. So my thing is this. It comes to a point where you got to look at yourself and decide on how you're going to handle the situation. You can't, I can't push my ideology on you. And what she did there, which, first of all, she's one of my favorite actors. I always thought she was sexy. I would date her today. You know what I'm saying? But, it's just my own time. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It was, like, it was your moment when you said when you had, you know, like my moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, can I have my moment? Bro, I, I <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm serious. But I'm saying that, like you said, there is a time when of time and place for things. And you gotta be selective and you gotta be really mm-hmm. because you rub everybody in that room is not Democrat. Everybody's not Republican. Right now we we're there to celebrate actors and actresses. You know what I'm saying? No, I think I think we're the engineer was still hearing you. Yeah, yeah. Josh. Josh, behave yourself, Josh. If you want to be on here, Josh, just come in. Turn your mic off, Josh. What you doing? What you doing? If you want to be on air, Josh, come on in. If you got a point to make, make it. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand what you guys are saying. A lot of people felt the same way in terms of that wasn't the place and what she said. I think it's interesting that you bring up that you felt like it was her doing the same thing that we're accusing Donald Trump of doing because I didn't feel that way at all based on the way she said what she said. And I think she was speaking to a, a broader issue of using power to be the cheesy like cut down but using your power for good instead of using your power to cut people down and I don't think that what she said specifically on that stage was her using her power to cut anybody down I felt like what she was saying was using her power or platform at that time to remind people that that was some ish that wasn't cool and he's and if, if you don't think he was mocking in that moment fine but uh, there's been enough other stuff said in the process mm-hmm. of him campaigning that should be unacceptable in terms of that level of like in terms of respecting the people that live in this country. I think that he has said some things that are 
extremely okay. disrespectful Sorry. and not positive images that we want to put out as a country. But are we mad people. at him for? But are we but, mad? But are we mad at Trump? And I'm I'm going to sound like a supporter, but I'm not. But are we mad at Trump? Because what he's what he said, and we, the fact that he won, or or we mad because it's this country, how he's no, because it, this country has been very disrespectful. We, we, we're a disrespectful country in yes, a lot of agreed, different ways, and a lot of different. You know ways. what I mean? So without Trump, yes. And so I don't want. I feel like we should not be throwing it all on him, and only because at the end of the day. We're going to have, this man's going to be leading us, unfortunately. Well, I think what the interesting thing is that because of the time we're in right now, I feel like Trump gets, obviously he was different than our typical politician. Because right. usually the he politician, wasn't a politician can at least put a face on yeah. and pretend like and they ain't won't. racist or pretend like they're not whatever it is that they are. And they do what's politically correct, so right. to speak. I think that having had Obama precede him mm-hmm. is sort of, whether we liked him or not or liked everything that he did, I think that that... The idea that he was president and the person in a way that he, he carried himself, well. it took us to another level that somehow when Trump was doing and saying some of the things that he did, the people that are on the opposite end of him are like, that's not speaking to where we want to go. That's speaking where to we where wanna, we're going back. But where we want to go, where we're going back, and what the truth is, is that's the problem I have. Because, see, like I tell people, I can have dinner with a Klansman because I know where he stands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. When I don't know, know it in your face. when I don't know where you stand, exactly. that's the most dangerous person. Mm-hmm. Because that person's there, you're going to be going out. It's just like even our friends hanging yeah. out with people yeah. for reasons. You may have a girlfriend, I'm not saying you do, mm-hmm. that hangs with you because Courtney's on, on air. And I, that's one of my goals. So mm-hmm. I know if I hang yeah. with her. You see what I'm saying? So I, I can only respect that part. I'm not saying I respect the part that is so degrading and all of that. Mm-hmm. But... And I'm not saying Obama lied to us or anything, or For Bush sure. or anything. But we, I rather, and I'm saying, I guess I'm really saying this not even on a political part, mm-hmm. but just in life. I respect the dude. If we were, put this way, if we were more honest, Jesse, we will all get along better. Just mm-hmm. like I said, you said you're from Boston, and I said, hey, I really don't like Boston because I know there's, I, I had racial experiences yeah. there. Now, how about if I didn't say nothing? But I perceived in my mind, well, because you're from Boston, you may be that kind of person. Yeah. So coming right out, here, black collar lie. Yeah. But right. But yeah, think about know. it. I mean, it's real talk. So by me saying that, I just I, we condition I, ourselves. But right now, guess what? I looked at you. I'm like, okay, I'm good with it. You let me know where you stand. You didn't even say where you stand. We're just like, yeah, you're right. I've heard that. Courtney said the same thing. It was it was a mm-hmm. mute situation with them having brought it up. The honesty in this country is so is so far left and gone. That now we're sensitive. We to want to be so politically correct. We want to be so politically correct that we're so sensitive that we want to hear. We don't want to hear the truth, but we don't want to. Hear, but we want to speak the truth. And it, you can't have it both ways. You can't not want to hear it, but you. But then you want to say, "Well, he's wrong for saying it." But then if someone else says something differently, there's a problem. Okay, but that's, that's just so at the same time. Because what did you think about the whole conference? So thing yeah, that the came press up? conference came up, and he, okay. I mean, I watched the whole thing. Like it's embarrassing. Like first, for what me, did you think when, it, when all of it yeah. came out? Like before the press conference. I mean, happened. I don't. I didn't care. Honestly, <laughs> I didn't care. Not about the. Like I do care if there was some collusion yeah. with the campaign, and I do care if he owes money to Russia. Like those things, I, the golden. The I'm not even talking about the slandering. Like I don't care right. because I don't think he's a 
necessarily a quality human being, like, in terms of what I would think anyway. Like, okay. I'm sure he's had some interesting <laughs> situations in life, but I don't care. Right. Um, in the end, my concern, obviously, is if, if you owe money to Russia and that can, like, shift how you make decisions or whatever, yes, I care about that. Yeah. And I do care about Russia hacking into something that you might have known about to alter the perception of what's going on in the end of the election. Right. And that has nothing to do with me being a Hillary supporter. In the end, I didn't really want to vote for Hillary, but to me, she was the better she, choice like of the two. Like they say, the lesser of the two evils. So, exactly. <laughs> so I'm not like sold on any either one of them, right. but I did not appreciate. Uh, I just I don't feel like he acts like a grown up. So say no. what you will about like oh he's just saying what the truth and his truth and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's messy. It's tacky. It's yeah. embarrassing. He, it doesn't he, sound intelligent. It's, it's not intelligent. But the problem the problem is is that see it's like I posted today. Michelle. They've had they gave her all kind of negative names when she was in the White mm-hmm. House. Disrespectful. And this lady wore that first lady thing to the T. Yeah. <laughs> the best that I've ever seen. For mm-hmm. sure. And then we can have Trump's wife have naked pictures. And those same people that don't like Michelle or Obama would say She's so she was a model though. Yeah. She you see what I'm saying? So there's always going to be that side. Of course. Our arguments. Are, oh, it's going to be that side. Well, okay. Well, Trump might have said it, but that doesn't mean he's this. I'm not saying that either Either way. What I'm saying is, unfortunately, at the end of the day, we can sit here and argue to our faces turn purple yes. or pink like his. Whatever he got color, he, they call him he's his skin. Orange color. He was orange that day. But he's in there. Mm-hmm. And we got to find a way, you know, like when those, like Jim Brown and these guys mm-hmm. met with him. To go in there and say, look, you don't have a good perception. The, the country doesn't have a good perception of you right now. And we need you. Because he, he seems like the type of person that wants to be liked. Yeah, he yeah. wants to. He seems like he but is. I've met him before. That, yeah, yeah, I've met him before. I too. He's re- he is a nice he person. He seems nice, which is why it was kind of shocking initially that he was so insane on the, uh, the campaign trail. But I felt like it was just because he wanted to win and he knew what he had to but do to win. I think it still is because, like, even <laughs> at the conference... Like, I, the first thing in my mind is, what the frick is that table up there with all these manila folders? Like, what is this a scene from Celebrity Apprentice? It, it, right. it, like, it looks like a setup That's all the time. That's what I'm saying. And then when like, they brought the lawyer out, <laughs> like, to talk about, like, I just, I couldn't. But I just, you know, you know he's got people yeah, no. uh, that, uh, their job is to, so, there's something. And guard, like, right, there's something yeah. going on that. You know, I'm quite sure he's not making all the decisions, even though he's probably oh, making sure. a lot. You know what I mean? I don't so, think he's making all of them either. No, but, in terms of how he's looked, I'm saying, yeah, court, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For sure. But whatever. And, and then like, he's there, y'all. He, and then but my issue isn't even that he's there now. At this point, yes, I believe that we have to accept, like, he's there. I've been accepted it, whatever, even when I was depressed the day after the election, like, whatever. <laughs> but it, 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 I think that there's a portion of it that you shouldn't quiet down because ignoring what is being said because it's actually being enacted like I'm sorry between Jeff Sessions and like some of his appointees like those are the things we should be there making noise about See, that's what I'm saying yeah and I mean you could, he doesn't want to answer it like even in the press yeah, conference but he, like, answer he the got questions. mad at the one girl and just kept like she was like okay like she listened to everything he said yeah, and then she repeated she her question, question again he, she's like you didn't answer me right and, like how do you justify this and he still just got ma- it was like he got mad at her and then uh, the guy from CNN it's like this is this is the, this is his problem, and I wish I could genuinely have a conversation with this man. But it's just like 
you can't speak like as a president of the United States. Like I can right. speak like that because I'm Jesse fucking Janity from right. Boston here on Black Hollywood Live. Like ain't shit with me going on. You know what I mean? Like I can <laughs> say shit going on with Jesse. World. You know what I'm saying? I can say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. I'm not running the free world. Never planning on it. Like psh, I know my place. So, but you, you did that, and let's say you did it out of spite. Okay. Proof now you have to prove that it's not out of spite because you were mad at Obama. Now you're there. Now you're in the seat. Now you can't speak to certain people like that. Like you can't say, "Oh, your news there is fake, fake." Well, it's it made it to the press conference. So it, it's not fake news. It's, like, it's CNN. It's a, news source. it's a pretty big news source. Who before that, I'm sure you appreciated any type of celebrity apprentice promo or anything. So it just that's what bothers me with him. Yeah. Is that okay? Fine. If you want, if you want to say the Mexicans and say all that stuff, fine. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with breaking down politically correct. But you have to answer the questions. That means you have yes. to sit down yeah. and say, you know what? I refer to them as the Mexicans, and it may not have been the right thing for me to have said at the time. But, but you know, in the, I'm not polished like that. Exactly. And that's just how I but you it. Have, like, but but he has to answer the questions, and yeah. that's my only I, problem. I truly believe that he should answer the questions. I truly believe that he should have a, a PR person because the world is different now in terms of what they're thinking and how people want to hear things presented to them. So he should have someone pulling him aside and say, you know, Donald. He probably yeah. does, and he just don't no, yeah, listen. Yeah, but I, I, but I, but, like, but, <laughs> but I guess I, I feel the way I feel is because after, I, you know, I listen to Dave Chappelle, you know, I know Dave personally, mm-hmm. and he's a very thoughtful person. And when I heard him on Saturday Night Live, I said, you know, this is where we're at. Yeah. Because if we don't, Within ourselves, we'll kill ourselves internally. Mm-hmm. I mean, because yeah, we'll the be struggle is real, right? Because no, because <laughs> we'll be you'll be at home every day. It. You yeah. know, you'll be every day. Right. I don't want to do this because I don't know. I mean, you know, yeah. you got to still live. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I and I guess because I'm, I'm a positive thinker, and I want to do. I just feel like give a guy a shot, see what. If four years he's not there. Then everybody asks for the vote. I mean, I feel you know like I mean? everyone's you know, gonna give him a shot. I feel like we just gotta get like it's just like it's gonna be t- it's gonna be some time right now. Well, it's the same thing when he's Obama to, when got there when we were so himself. happy the first yeah. time, yeah. and the, and people thought the world you know was gonna, gonna end. change. Like, yeah. he could change There's everybody. a black man yeah. in president. I, I had a white lady come up to me one time, and she was just like, "Are you happy?" And I was like, "But what? You're president." <laughs> I was I was like, you know, I said, "My president." I said, and I said oh, "Excuse me, but um, he's your president too." You know what I mean? So like, yes, bitch, I wake up every day happy. Hell. Well, good luck, Donald Trump. We wish you the best. We pray for you and that Obama. you won't do too crazy. Do a good job, man. Do something. Yeah, show up. Just change. Like, That's all. It would be real dope if all of a sudden he just like actually was doing. Some but what happens shit. if he does? And then, I think, honestly, I think people wouldn't be. I think. And I had a talk with Jim Brown, and Jim that. Brown met with him. You know, and I'll keep that personal. But I wonder if he, you know. I'm hoping that he does because guess what? At the end of the day, especially with black people. Ain't too many presidents outside of maybe Obama really looked out for us anyway. You know and what I mean? A lot of people would say Obama didn't. And in, and in some cases, he so yeah. you know, it just whatever. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Look, Good there's luck. other positive things just happening. Stop in the world. being yeah. such a. Yeah, there's a lot of positive things going on. Like it was, this, this <laughs> like this tea. If they you want to be entertained, though, you can go online and look up people's um, reactions around the world to the press conference, and you will be thoroughly entertained. Just like Google like people's reaction reactions shots. to the um, press conference around the world, and like they actually, I think it, it might have been CNN, but it actually interviewed a few people from like Israel, someone. From Germany and like just to get their but they never the interviewed a dude from the hood. That's the nigga they need to interview. Interview me. I'm sorry. What's really going on? What's really right. going on? For our stories today, we're just gonna close out with a potential new project for. I'm so excited. For which this, is really an interesting decision. But so 
Disney obviously has been doing all these live action um, recreations of their animated uh, movies, and Dumbo is apparently on the block for possibly being the next one to come up with Dumbo. Tim Burton. Is Dumbo, Dumbo the elephant? Yes, mm-hmm. with the elephant. They're going to make a movie about the elephant. They want to make a live action movie with about Tim the Burton's elephant. Do it. Tim I mean, Burton I mean, wants to do I mean, it. Can I get hired? I mean, but check damn. out who they want the lead is Will Smith. But so as he, the daddy, yeah. he's going to play the daddy to some kids. But I don't really know how that go in because I can't remember Dumbo other than when I, I can't Dumbo remember. Was all Animals. Yeah, there were too. no kids in it. But I mean, it obviously, they're going to try and make a story out of it. Why I do appreciate it is because, okay, you're going to take a Disney movie, and again, without it being like Tiana the Black Princess, like you're going to put a black family as the lead characters in. In a movie. In a movie that, you yeah. know, the thing about. And Tom Hanks is supposed to possibly be the villain. Yeah. It, I, I love Dumbo the cartoon. It's going to be weird live action. Though. I just yeah. don't know how they're going to do it live action. Yeah, I don't know. Because I don't recollect yeah. Dumbo. But for those of y'all that may be wondering, how do you feel about the fact that because of Dumbo, supposedly, if he signs on to do Dumbo, we might not get a Bad Boys 3? Well, there's, yeah, or, or it'll it, be pushed it, back it might get pushed back or shelved. Well, we, well, I think they better do Bad Boys 3 quick because they ain't getting no younger. No younger. <laughs> I'm like, be like hey, stop. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I can't catch you. I'm back here. I, I want to see Bad Boys first and then y'all can do Dumbo. Okay. I I think I'd prefer that because um, I'm not that I mean Dumbo I'm interested to see what they do just because I can't figure out what they would do but you know brand wise I don't know I think that do we think Bad Boy 3 could Boy. really work yes. come on Disney people, I got some scripts yeah. I got some scripts Disney it'll work no, oh Disney's like that. booked for like the next seven years. years like yeah. I know but I got some films Google uh, BuzzFeed just put out a list of all the live action ones that they're about to come out with like I'm so literally Snow like White, Snow White The Little Mermaid Aladdin except they should do one called Snow Sister there, it's called Road, Res, Red, Red Rose. Rose. Oh, okay, see? But she ain't black. Yeah. No. Oh, what's wrong with that? I'm sister. She Rose. <laughs> she <sorry>. the sister. <laughs> All right. Black sister. That's black black sister. sister. My sister. Let us know what y'all want to see from Disney live action first. Of course, Beauty and the Beast is out this year, actually. Yep. It's coming out in a few months. And so. Ariana Grande and John Legend just did the uh, Beauty and the Beast the theme song. No, they didn't. I know, I was... No, they didn't. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna have to listen to that. I, ha- I haven't heard it yet. Anyway, let me not judge. I side eyed the, the article. She ain't judging. We ain't, ain't judging, ain't judging. <laughs> but I am kind of judging. But anyway, we're gonna move on because we want to chat with our guest a little hey, bit before we're out of here. Please we're, do. You gotta be out of here soon. So you have been <sighs> no, here. I'm just kidding. I'm having a great time. Chatting about all this stuff. What you got going on? What you got coming up? Well, first of all, it is so good to be here. Yes. I've heard about this. Uh, the, the, I can't say podcast anymore, but I've heard about yeah, we're you guys and. and I, you know, I, I was thinking I was going to be like in a little room with a, with a microphone and, you know, Jesse with a boom. Yeah. This is <laughs> classy shit around here. Yeah, it got cameras and lights. Y'all heard that? Y'all heard that? We doing it big. Um, Black Hollywood but things are good. You know, let me tell you a little bit about myself real quick. I'm from Philadelphia. I mm-hmm. was born in New York, raised in Philadelphia. Yes. Uh, moved out to L.A. in 92 after grad school. Got okay. into the comedy world. Um, and started, you know, really starting to move. Uh, I was on the road a lot at yeah. first. And then I got off the road because I knew I wanted to act. And over the last number of years, it's been starting to open up for me really good. And I had a, a really good break last year. Mm-hmm. I shot an episode of Real Husbands of Hollywood. Yes, and, um, we it was it. it was hilarious. And it's actually, it <laughs> was on a new season, show. so with Kev. And I'm doing a lot of stand-up. I'm a writer also. Mm-hmm. I've had a couple of my films optioned. Um, and right now... Um, today was a great day. Did you guys show? I shot a national yes, commercial you told today. Me when you came oh? in. Yeah, I shot a commercial yes. today. Um, I can't say the product, but not I shot yet, a commercial. Yeah, yeah. We'll be seeing him on a TV. Yeah, yeah. You? But I've but I've got a number of them. So you know, right now things are good, and you know, I'm, I'm right there. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people have been. You know, I mean, it's like you guys, and I, and I always tell people. 
don't think no one's not watching. Mm-hmm. That's true. And what I mean by that is not just your fan base, but someone's watching. Mm-hmm. It's just waiting. And so you guys do a great job, first of all. And I just feel the same about me. You know, I go on stage, and I've, I'm starting to get that where I'm getting calls, and mm-hmm. people are like, you know, we got this for you. I also did a Michael Collier's presentation pilot. Oh, cool. And um, I was in that, um, and it's looking good. So I got a lot of good things happening. It's in the cooker. Yeah, you know what? And, you know, I'm, I, I learned something from Lawrence Fishburne years ago, and I never forgot it. And this is why I've never, I've never been a hater. You know, I don't talk about people's career. I don't say who's funny and who's not. I just do my, I stay in my lane. And what it was, Lawrence Fishburne, we were talking about um, people that became stars and you don't see them good. See him, you know, you see him five years mm-hmm. when you, you know, could you get that five year yeah. hit? And then all of a sudden, it's w- w- depends where you are. And he said something to me. He said, Man, he said, Look, brother, he said, and I never forget, it. he said, You don't want to be hot for five years. He said, You'd rather be warm for 25. Mm-hmm. So hey, I've been warm for probably like really the last good. 10 years. I've been really, you know, moving people to know who I am. Um, I have more of the face now. Than the name, mm-hmm. and so we're we're building, building on, on that. You know what I mean. So, you know, I'm doing you know interviews like this, which I appreciate you guys bringing me on. And I just think a lot of stuff is happening right now in my mm-hmm. career. It's really it's going well. Now, if you could design mm-hmm. the project of your dreams, mm-hmm. what would it be right now? Um, honestly, um, because I write also, mm-hmm. um, I wrote a screenplay that had been optioned, and um, it was really good. I, I'm not one to want to star. Like I wrote a film. But I wrote myself at 30, three or four billions down mm-hmm. because I feel like it doesn't. I don't have to be the star because my character, you know, I'm strong enough as an actor and, and a character actor. But if I had an opportunity right now, um, it would probably be in a. And I would love to do either either a TV show mm-hmm. or network or you know or cable, whatever. It doesn't make a difference. Just so that I could show in terms, I could be a lead or a co-star. But if not, I would love to be like in a film where I played the sidekick. You know, a Will, a Chris. Um, um, a Kevin, um, Steve Martin was was one of my favorite ones. Mm-hmm. Bill, Love you know, um, because I, uh, you know, my my uh, personality is strong when mm-hmm. it comes to acting and, and being comedic. And a lot of people say that I'm, I probably would be a, even a better serious actor. I did some serious projects on um, a film called Duck, mm-hmm. D U C K, and um, that was it showed a whole different side of me, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I a little bit about my background. I played a trainer in that. I'm a two time Golden Gloves champ. Oh. Out of Columbus, Ohio, I used to box. So watch out, y'all! Don't yeah, catch him yeah, on the street. Yeah, 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 yeah. I may not be able to beat you for a long time, but for about a minute and a half, you have some shit in your hands. <laughs> I can't fight them three minute rounds no more, but a minute and a half, you got a problem. So, so my ideal situation would be really for someone in the business to go. You know what? You know, it's just like this. I have a director right now that's mm-hmm. really taking a liking to me in the commercial world. Okay, and he's like. You're easy to work with, mm-hmm. and you take directions well. You know what I mean. And I've been That's how you booking. Like it. And when I did Real Husbands of Hollywood, uh, Chris Spencer, who created the show, yeah. it was his first director de- debut. Okay. And he even said it to me. He said, "Dan and man, he said, you know what? Well, everybody liked it. You just took directions well. I co-star. I actually co-starred my episode. Kevin had a storyline, and I was the other storyline. Oh, cool. So I was a major part in it. It's called Raising Raising a Negro in the Sun. So watch it, <laughs> episode seven. <laughs> You know BET, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, so, you know, I mean, that's where I'm at right now. I feel really good where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And it's important just for the people in the country and in the world to to, be, to say, okay, who is this Who's this guy? For sure. And the main thing, and I can, and I was, when I'm saying this, I'm saying this because it's true. It's like with you guys. You guys have been out there, but you see you're not, you're not diluted yet. You're not over, you're not over, uh, what's the word? Uh, exposed. Saturated, exposed, Expo- yeah. Because 
you're there, but the but the, the right right people don't know you're there. But trust and believe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's where I feel where I'm at right now because okay. I'm getting those calls. I got a call last week about a possible uh, show. So it's just about me staying consistent and, you know, doing things like this, but writing and mm-hmm. making sure that you, you know, like I tell people, just make sure you do good work. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. you ain't got to be seen. Just do, do good work. Do good work, always. Yeah. But have you, so acting and, but then stand up. And writing. How did you, from sort of doing stand up and then moving into acting, were you just always acting in school? Did you, you decide, know, like, take some classes? F- like, no, I never took acting classes. I never did that. I never took stand up classes. I don't believe you should take stand up classes. Yeah. I, I believe you're either naturally funny or you're not. You can make yourself funny, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean it's going to come off naturally. Um, I, a little bit about me. I have my master's degree in computer animation from Ohio State University. Oh, wow. So I come, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm coming. I'm educated that way. Yeah. And I, I always wanted to be a businessman, mm-hmm. but I was always silly and yeah. I was always a talker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I thought I was going to be a lawyer, but me too. Huh? When they, when I saw how much it cost, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and well, take my how long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah long, yeah. I ain't got that. It's yeah. not that long, but that money. Yeah. But yeah. what happened was I started doing stand up, and I actually had a game plan when I came out here. When I came out here. I started doing stand-up, and people thought I was funny. I thought I was funnier than I was, but I wasn't. But one thing I didn't do <laughs> is I did not jump right into the acting. Yeah. So I stayed on, in town. I didn't even get an agent for the first five years. I purposely never tried to get an agent. I said, I'm going to chrome my craft. I'm going to get L.A. to know me so I can get a home base. And then after that, you know, I, I started. I, I was dating a girl, and her best friend was a casting director, Phaedra Harris. So she put me in my first couple of film projects to allow me to get my, my, my uh, SAG card and all that. Okay. And what happened then, you know, you know what I do? I Actually, I just watch people. I just watch people. And I go to movies a lot of times. And when I go, I don't go just to be entertained, but I'm watching. Study. I'm studying study. the characters. And I'm studying the writing of it. And by me doing that, it helped me become a, you know, I'm not going to say a great actor, but... I'm decent, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I think with the right opportunities, you know, I'll be great. They're <laughs> yeah. coming, they're coming. Yeah. All right. Well, 2017 sounds like it's out to it's, a good You know, it is. You know, I man, how many people can wake up two weeks, you know, within a week, you book a, a commercial? That, no, that's like the best way to start yeah. off with Man, like, oh, yeah. man you, come on. You know, I got one commercial in the can already. Yes. I have one in the can that they haven't ran yet. And oh, then I booked this fantastic. one. So, I, I mean, you know, when you, when you can do that, you can get up and go to work, you know, and... You guys know in this town to get any kind of work. It's it's always a blessing. It's a blessing because there's so sir, many. Can I have some more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some more privilege, please. You know what I mean? <laughs> because it's so hard to get work out here. It is because it's not that it's hard. It's just the competition is yeah, so stiff. Yeah, there's steep, a lot of competition. You know. So I mean, I can't. I you know, I look at it like now, 2017. You know, we knocked on the door. 2016. I don't look have any regrets on that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm always like this. As long as I got my health and God lets me live. To get, to get up, to go for it, I go for it. Love that. Yeah, you're blessed. Yeah, Keep yeah. Going. We amazing. all are. You know, you, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta be smart about. It. You know, that's the problem. With, I think most people when they come out to Hollywood, they're not smart about it. Mm-hmm. You gotta have a game plan because if not, you it's like jumping into the to the fire. Just drowning. Yeah, drowning. Just yeah, drowning. yeah. You got no boat around you. You know, and you, all you got is sharks around you looking. You're at hanging you. on to dead souls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have a joke. I have a joke. I tell people. You know how people say when people come to Hollywood, they sell their soul? Yeah. I said, you know, I always tell people, I'm not going to sell my soul. Now, I may loan it out, but I'm not going to sell it. <laughs> I'm come back on that loan. Right, 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 right. All right. So all the fans out there listening, where can people find you? Uh, please go to Facebook. But I don't know if I can get any more friends. but <laughs> That's why he's going to get a Snapchat. I'm going to get Snapchat. But you can go to uh, Instagram. 
which is Dan and Green, D-A-N-N-O-N, like last name Green, like. 66. And then you can go to my Instagram, I mean Twitter, so I'm Twitter, Dan, uh, comedian Dan and Green. And I'm just, I'm getting better at it, y'all. It's, I got a lot of shit going on. I'm tired. I can't get up in the morning. It's a job. Once it's he a gets job. into Snapchat, he, gonna be on he ain't going to be on none. I know, I know. He, he, he turned me out today. I, <laughs> <laughs> I sold my soul just a minute ago. To, to Snapchat. On Snapchat. I can't hit that. Only on Black Hollywood Live, Jesse. Only on Black Hollywood Live, man. <laughs> y'all came me up everywhere at DJ Jesse J. Oh, God. Thank y'all for joining us. You can find me everywhere at Stuart Starlet. We'll be back here in the same spot next week talking about something else. Love y'all. Take a wonderful, wonderful evening. Evening and have a great weekend. Hey, y'all, she fine too. (laughs) (laughs) From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.